Hello and welcome to another episode of the History of English Literature. Today we will be talking about the Restoration period and its politics from 1600 to 1700. The complex history of the Restoration and the Glorious Revolution originates from the intrinsic social character of the Englishman. The Restoration era witnessed politically the restoration of the monarchy ecclesiastically the reestablishment of anglicanism and socially the revival of social hierarchy of the peers squires and the gentlemen the basic spirit of the english could not endure the democratic ideals of the commonwealth for long and the society heaved a sigh of relief at the restoration With the restoration ended the absolutism of the monarchy and the republicanism of the commonwealth a new balance of power between the king and the parliament came into existence once again the peers and squires regained their social importance the clarendon code persecuted the religious and non-conformists Anglicanism became distinctively the religion of the upper class. The Roman Catholics were debarred from participating in local and national government by legal proclamation. From the altered political and religious climate emerged two new political parties, namely the Whigs and the Tories. Another important feature of the restoration was the role of experimental science in the nation. The establishment of the Royal Society spread a spirit of inquiry that dispelled common superstitions and witch hunting. The restoration literature mirrors the frivolity and gaiety of the people. It lacked the dignity and discipline of the puritans. and the refinement grace and decency of the elizabethans vulgarity and low taste had been let loose once when the puritan suppression was removed the monumental epics of milton which was paradise lost and paradise regained were published in this period there were rigid censorship rules on the publication of puritan and seditious writing owning private owning private libraries was a fashion and the most remarkable libraries were owned by Samuel Pepys and Robert Cotton for the first time a public library was set up in London the prohibited sports like shooting boxing wrestling fox hunting bear baiting horse racing and sword fighting were renewed with royal patronage agriculture and industry went on without much economic setback the relative calm of the times was disturbed by two great calamities number 1 was the great plague of london and number 2 was the great fire of london both these disasters on the other hand caused destruction but also helped the reconstruction of modern london hence they could be looked upon as blessings in disguise 
the glorious revolution 1688 is another proof of the english character the english broke no excesses from any quarter be it the king or the parliament or the army the despotic nature of james ii brought about the glorious revolution without bloodshed it secured parliamentary rule over monarchical despotism after the glorious revolution a new era of political history of the english began political background you must remember the following names richard cromwell lord protector charles ii james ii william of orange and mary now richard cromwell lord protector from 1658 to 1660 could keep neither the army nor the parliament under control unable to manage the situation he resigned then he retired to the country james ii ruled from 1685 to 1688 on the death of charles ii his brother james the duke of york succeeded to the english throne his reign was marked by follies and blunders and ended in disaster within 3 years of its inception the glorious revolution of 1688 was the most important event during which james ii took to flight to france and never returned to england again william of orange and mary ruled between 1689 until 1702 the flight of james made the accession of mary sorry william of orange and mary easier mary was the legal heir to the throne they both ruled the country as joint sovereign part 2 the restoration society the political and ecclesiastical restoration of the monarchy and the anglican church sent a wave of changes that recast the mold of the restoration social setup the peers and gentry once again occupied their hereditary social positions as leaders of local and national life the return of the squire with his conventional importance and power made the englishman safe the restoration of the social hierarchy meant more to his psychological security than the restoration of the king the restoration public was granted freedom of worship and speech this atmosphere refined the culture and character of the people apart from their political and religious preoccupations the people bestowed their attention on experimental science and paved the way for scientific research the royal society the educated intelligentsia of england directed their inquisitive mind to the study of science the learned scholars and spiritual leaders of the day did not consider the pursuit of scientific discovery as a study opposed to religion the practical nature of the englishman ventured to explore the positive and possible uses of science in agriculture industry navigation 
medicine, engineering, and daily life. Robert Boyle and Sir Isaac Newton and others familiarized their countrymen with the law of the universe. Newton, through his laws of the universe and calculus, showed the methods to approach the truth. Science was just in its early stages of its phenomenal growth. At this juncture, it had not explored the truths of creation and hence the religious faith of people remained intact. Science only altered the character and external life of man and not his religious belief. A group of Cambridge scientists drew the attention of the royal family with their interesting findings. Prince Rupert, cousin of the king, and the king himself were votaries of experimental science. The prince, evinced by the members of the royal family and the general spirit of the nation, led to the development of science. A royal society was established by the king and his cousin and was to increase the power of all mankind to free them from the bondages of error. Close quote. These men set aside the inquiry into God and the soul as sacred. These scientists exposed the superstitions of the people. They showed that miracles were impossible and many began disbelieving miracles associated with the papists. The spirit of inquiry is the root of skepticism and atheism that rocked the late 19th and 20th century. This new philosophy of the physical sciences was, open quotes, the mother of inventions useful to men in enriching and comforting their lives, close quote. Science grew with episcopal blessing. Restoration Theatre The restoration marked the restoration of theatre also. The playhouses had been closed during the Puritan age, were left open for new experiments. The revival of theatre had a royal sanction and patronage. Charles II and his courtiers loved plays and entertainment and so encouraged artists and dramatists in their artistic pursuit. But the Restoration Theatre lacked the calm, glory and refinement of the Elizabethan age. The external structure of the playhouse stood out distinctly from the Elizabethan with its roof. The stage was lit with candles. There were floodlights, a drop curtain, and painted scenery. Another attractive feature that drew hundreds of men to shows was the woman actress, who was played by a woman. The idea of employing boys to play the roles of women was dispensed with. Nell Gwynne was the heartthrob of most young men and her personal vigor and charm captivated the audience. This theater is a clear stage in the evolution of theater. In those days, there were not many theaters. The most famous was the Theatre Royale at Drunny Lane in London. Music was pastime and an art widely practiced in houses by many small groups of connoisseurs. The drama was localized in London and appealed to the court and the fashionable. The long-suppressed natural impulse of love and indulgence of the Englishmen rushed forth, breaking the dam of reserve and decorum.
the content of the restoration plays reveals their natural collapse in taste and moral values the courtiers of charles ii held every aspect of virtue in ridicule they were thoroughly demoralized by the successive political and religious changes the unjust law arbitrary trials religious persecution puritan hypocrisy and the base underside of the revolution had bred in them disbelief in virtue of every kind the restoration drama holds mirror up to society and nature the early restoration drama dependent on royal patronage in william wycherley's country wife the hero secures admission to the privacy of women by pretending to be a eunuch and seduces them the exploits of the hero and the plot motive of the play seem to have appealed to the audience of the day the early restoration plays were dumped as mediocre by literary critics but the late restoration drama earned credit by reviving the plays of shakespeare and ben jonson the poetic genius of dryden and the musical genius of purcell lifted the theater from its lower position with their plays and operatic musical pieces after wycherley's low taste in drama went out of fashion Congreve arrived on stage and laid the foundation for the evolution of English comedy. But the licentious and vulgar dialogues of the plays had in general generated a low opinion in the- on theatre goers and res- of respectable families, and they soon had reservations about sending their wards to the playhouses. Restoration literature It is in, an interesting paradox to observe that the age that produced plays like The Country Wife had also produced Milton's Paradise Lost, Dryden's Absalom and Achitophel, Isaac Newton's Principia, John Bunyan's Pilgrim's Progress, and Samuel Pepys's Diaries. Amidst rigid censorship on publication, the literature that was brought out in the era was a tribute to the genius and civilization of the english not a word in print was allowed without the permission of the state and the church the state kept vigil over the publication of seditious matters by passing the licensing act of 1663 milton had craved for liberty and his dream of unlicensed printing was realized after his death when the licensing act was renewed and relaxed newspaper production was almost nil in this period the tory and the whig propaganda were carried on with newsletters written by hand and circulated in london and sent down to correspondents in distant places not only political articles but also features on sports literature and other general matters found in these new found in these newsletters a new class comprising of scribes journalists and printers was coming into existence since caxton private libraries added to the prestige of a wealthy man The collections of these libraries were a mixture of everything ranging from religion to art. Samuel Pepys 
and the Cotton family owned good libraries. In 1684, Tennyson, Archbishop of Canterbury, established a public library in London for the benefit of literate men in society.